This is Shauna Lee and welcome to this week's The Soul Frequency Sessions. Real talk about real life and how to raise your energy frequency. Being that it's Valentine's Day, um, I was thinking that we should talk about love. And from my perspective, this is one of the most important conversations we can have because how we connect with other human beings has everything to do with the quality of our life, how we feel in our life, what's possible for us. I mean, in a lot of ways, we want to believe that we make our own choices and decisions and um, all that good stuff. But really, we are very influenced by how we connect with other human beings and especially the people closest to us. And so I think there's no better time to have this conversation about what is true love versus what is programmed love. And when I say programmed love, I'm really talking about the programming that we receive from our primary caregivers when we're young, the things that we are absorbing like a sponge around us. So how, you know, maybe the role models in our life or our parents, um, you know, those central figures that were around you when you were a small child, how you interacted with them, how they and what they saw um, as love, you know, how they loved you, what they saw as love, um, what they did or didn't do um, for you has everything to do with your programming. And there's a really interesting concept because we associate as small children, the way that we're interacted with as love from our primary caregivers. So even if we grow up in situations, unfortunately, where there is awful interactions or abusive interactions, we kind of start to develop a programming around, you know, these are the people that are supposed to love us the most. This is how they treat us. And, and those two kind of things collide and it becomes part of our programming on what love is. So if you grew up in a household where there was a lot of um, screaming and arguing and things of that nature, it felt really kind of heightened and intense energy. And especially as a small child, you would really, really feel that your central nervous system becomes like accustomed to that, right? And since these people, you know, when we're very young are the people that are making sure we're fed, keeping a roof over our head, like we kind of combine this, like, oh, that's what love is, right? Like, like my mom and dad keep, you know, keep me fed, take me to school, you know, keep a roof over my head. And they also scream a lot. And so a child that grows up in that environment would do usually one of two things if they're kind of in that programmed frequency is as they get a little bit older, they would replicate that right in their love relationships, or they would choose people that, that play out that programming for them. So they might be the one that's, you know, let's say when they have a boyfriend or girlfriend or they're married, like be the one that's playing out this programming. Like they're the one that's yelling a lot or getting angry a lot, or they're the one that chooses a partner that's doing that, playing out that programming. So there would be that scenario or they completely run from that. 
right? We either emulate that programming or the programming is that we want to do the opposite of that, which would be a person that freaks out if anybody yells about anything, a person that feels like their central nervous system shuts down when any type of like argument happens. You know, it's kind of like when we're in the programming, we're either emulating it or we are resisting it and living in response to it. Like, I will not do this. I will not be the same. I will not create the same environment. And both of those things, right, are are completely separate from true love. So I want to say that probably none of us human beings um, are just programmed into true love maybe some of us. Um, but, but true love is something that we can learn and it's something that we can begin to understand. It's something I think we all come in with in our hearts until we receive programming. Um, I think that through our interactions with other people, um, we can start to step into a new frequency and a new energy. Certainly there's tons of support on the planet for that at this time. And we can move out of our love programming. And, you know, you might as a child look back and say, oh, I had so much true love in my heart. And then there's all this programming. Like we get to a point in time where we can start to separate out, like what is the highest truth and what is the true love in my heart? And then what's the messaging and programming that I received around love, not even verbally, as much as just witnessing your environment. Um, and there are several people that I have, you know, been in contact with or worked with in my life who did receive many elements of true love, right? It was really a beautiful experience for them as children. And there are many, many that are sorting through their programming. And I think there's no more fertile time to do this um, than right now on the planet. Like we're really being supported in understanding what we attract in our life, like look around your life. What, what do you attract? What have you experienced in quote unquote love relationships or even like, you know, really connected friendships, things like that. What have you experienced over and over and over again? Like what is the programming that keeps showing up in your world and starting to understand like where that began. And it can be a little challenging because sometimes, you know, I've had clients where that programming is something that they're even bringing into this lifetime, meaning it's not from something that's occurred in this lifetime. So it's hard to remember, like, huh, I don't have any evidence of like where this programming occurred, but they're actually bringing it into a few different lifetimes to work out the, uh, the programming and be able to return to true love. Um, you know, in a lot of ways we experience so many different things in relationship to other people. And we enter into a family system at a certain frequency. And when we step back far enough and we start to understand, you know, these levels, like I've talked about with a building, right? Floors of a building, different frequencies we can live upon. Then we can start to say like, okay, where, where was I living in my family of origin? Where do I want to live now? Um, what is it that I want to create in the space called love? And 
there's some like kind of pillars that we can really focus on. Um, and I'm just going to run through some of them because I think it's helpful. Life gets busy and relationships are complicated a lot of times. And sometimes we get away from these pillars or we haven't even thought about these pillars and we can really check in with ourselves and do some great inner work when we look at these pillars. So one of the pillars of true love is communication. And if you look over your life and you say, like, am I able to communicate with the person or people I love? Am I able to be really seen and really heard and really understood and go back to your family of origin? Like, were these people, you know, wanting you to be something in particular that you might not be? Did they communicate with you in a way of like, hey, this is the right way to live or the right way to be? And you felt different than that. You know, there's a lot of ways that communication really influences us and takes us away sometimes from who we really are. So when you think about the concept of communication, like, does that feel warm and fuzzy? Has that been easy for you in love relationships? Or has it felt like, gosh, I'm always trying to explain who I am and where I'm coming from. And people are just like not getting this because that might be an area that you really want to dive into and say, gosh, like, what is it like? And here's how to shift this. It's like, what is it like to be like, we have to feel it first and experience it before we can have it in our reality. Like, what is it like to be in communication with someone and feel like, yes, this is so good. Like this person is hearing me. They're loving me. Like they understand, like, you know, there's people that we can be around that are so kind of synonymous with our soul that it just, there's an ease to that. And what is it, what would it feel like in your life? If you're not experiencing that, like, what would it feel like to experience that and to really feel like seen and heard and for it to be this like ease, right. In communication, another important area, like that's kind of a pillar of true love is trust. So lots of us have trust issues in love. You know, we go through lots of things, especially when, when we're in young love, you know, maybe in our teenage years or young twenties, um, where trust is broken. So when you look back over your life, do you feel trusting of love? Do you feel trusting of other people? Can you really open up to them and trust your heart with them? Like, what's your story around this? Because if we are not trusting then we're probably not fully communicating. You can see how these pillars like build on each other. Um, and we're always going to be bracing ourselves, right? For the person that's going to break our trust. And sometimes we can even create this in our life because we believe it so much. So whether you know someone in your life or whether this is true for you, like sometimes we are so not trustworthy and we so don't know how to give trust to somebody that we actually create broken trust in our life because we just believe it. We believe it over believing anybody else. We believe it over, you know, over anything that we create a frequency where trust can't exist or the other person does that. So super important to like understand where we are on the trust factor. Respect is also another pillar. Do we feel respected in our relationship? I actually think that respect is a really important pillar in relationships, and it's a really important part of true love. Um, 
So some people will say, I'm so in love with this person, but there's no respect in that dynamic. And I don't think we can have true love without respect. Does this person respect your boundaries? Do they respect your privacy? Do they respect, you know, who you are and what you believe? Do they show you respect? Meaning like when someone verbalizes in a relationship, like this is what I need, this is what I want. Do they respect that or do they just roll over the top of it to basically further their agenda? <laughs> like really, really important because in true love, we have to listen to people and we have to respect where they're coming from, even if it's not the same as you. I mean, most people are going to be in relationships with people that are different than them. And that is the beauty of a relationship is like, wow, I get to explore you and I get to understand who you are. And I get to dive deep with that and figure these things out over time more and more. Like I still discover so many things about my husband, which is so fun. It's part of like how a relationship continues to have breath in it and how it continues to grow. But we can only learn about each other from a place of respect. Otherwise, we're just projecting on the other person. This is how I want you to be or this is who I think you are. And I'm not really listening and I'm not really honoring your boundaries and your thoughts and your feelings. So respect is a really, really big factor. Also, honesty, right? And this goes along with trust. Like, do you feel like you can be deeply, deeply honest in your love relationships? Like, do you say all the things, even the unpopular things or the difficult things? Like, have you opened yourself up to the point where you are willing to risk love because it's so important for you to be honest. I mean, that's a really, really big growth point is opening yourself up and saying, you know what? The most important thing in my love relationships is truth and honesty. I am willing to hear it. I am willing to speak it. And if that were to break a relationship, my honesty and truth, then it wasn't the right situation for me. Another huge pillar is support. Do you feel supported? Do you feel cared about? Do you feel like your partner shows up for you? Like, so important. Is it a one-way street? Because a lot of times in relationships, support one person's supporting the other person, but it's not vice versa. So if you are 100% the support system and you are the only you know person supporting in your relationship... Um, it might be time to stop rowing the boat and see if the boat still moves. Like that can just be valuable information. And, you know, in relationships, like you might support in a certain way, your partner might support in a different area. You know, there is balance. Like it's not that everybody needs to be supporting in the same exact way in a relationship, but if it feels like there's a real imbalance there or you don't receive any support, we have to be able to receive and also give, then that's an important thing to note. And again, with all of these pillars, like go back to your family relationship, like were these things something you witnessed in your parents or caregivers in their dynamic, in their relationship? Were these things that were reflected to you in how you were treated? Um, this is how this gets set up in our lives. And I really believe like the true opportunity in how we relate to other people is to learn about this stuff as we go through life to certainly have pains and difficulties with this and to have hurts that we go through and to have those hurts wake us up to like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be in another relationship like this. Like there's, there's something at a higher frequency, a higher floor for me where I can, 
you know, be supported, where I can be honest, where someone can be honest with me, where we can communicate, like all of those things, we can set a, a standard and a, and a, like a threshold for ourselves of this is what I want to feel in love. And I want to be in this frequency of true love. Intimacy is another pillar of true love. Whatever that means for you, intimacy can mean lots of different things, but do you feel intimate with your partner? Like that can be emotional intimacy, physical intimacy. Like, is that clicking for you? Does that feel fulfilling? Like, again, if it's fulfilling for one partner, but not the other, there's an imbalance there. So we can take a look at that. How was intimacy taught to you by your primary caregivers? Like, this is such good fertile ground, you guys. It's so like, it can change everything in your life, right? And, you know, we obviously talk about soul purpose on this show a lot. Your soul purpose has everything to do with love. I mean, that's really our all of our soul purposes is how to experience and tap into a greater expansiveness of true love within ourselves and how to connect with other people um, in a deeper sense. So yeah, and this beautiful holiday where we celebrate love, like we wanna really think of what is true love and what is the programming that we've received and how do those things differ? And how do we tap into a higher frequency of love if that's what we desire? Um, you know, all of this stuff you can embrace and take it and run with it. Or if it doesn't feel, you know, good to you at this time for whatever reason, that's okay too. You can just leave it right here as a podcast episode. Um, I just always like to create invitations where I feel like there is value um, for some people. So really important that we listen to our own internal guidance system and see um, with eyes wide open, what is the next kind of growth point for us and phase for us. And so I'm just wishing you a beautiful love day. And, um, and this is all fun stuff, you know, around this time of year that we can journal on and that we can explore. I can say from my own personal experience that so many of these things around true love, I have dove into many times, right? Cause sometimes these things come back around and you go even deeper with them. And that every time I've taken the moment and had the courage to look at these things that my life has changed and expanded and evolved. And I've been able to see from a higher mountaintop um, and experience love in ways that I honestly never thought was possible, you know, 20 years ago in my life. Like, so that's exciting. And that's part of the beauty of being human is that we really can transmute old energy and we really can experience a new level of life and connection and passion. And we can open our heart space. And that's just inspiring. I'll see you guys back here next week. Hey, lovely. This is Shauna Lee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Frequency Show. If you got even one piece of valuable information, head over to Apple Podcasts and share a review with your takeaways and follow us because we got lots more goodness to come. We are spreading the love far and wide. 
And you know where to find me over at IG at The Soul Frequency. Until the next time, love, here's to positive vibes and powerful awakenings. Thank you.